Now, when it comes to your IRA, don't forget your RMDs. You also need to think about your FRA, LTC, and FEHB. No one wants to listen to another boring financial show. That's why Alicia and Josh Lewis and Chuck Lehman created the NOCO Retirement Report as a way to break down the complex world of retirement planning to something that's simple and easy to understand and have some fun while doing it. Here's the Lehman Lewis team with the NOCO Retirement Report. There's a lot of buzz that the Social Security Trust Fund could be depleted in less than 15 years. But is it all doom and gloom? Well, Alicia, Chuck, and Josh will help us put that into perspective here on the NOCO Retirement Report. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Plus, if you're taking withdrawals from your retirement accounts, you might need to dodge the tax torpedo that could be headed your way. Alicia, Chuck, Josh, welcome to today's show. Well, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And I want to uh, get you all pumped up, and we're going to start with this tune. Everybody now. Come on, get happy. (laughs) That was from the Partridge Family, by the way, This Week in History. That show premiered on ABC in 1970, and it was the show that immediately followed a show that was pretty popular at the time, The Brady Bunch. So... There you go. Fifty years. Wow. How about that? Makes me feel oh, really good good quality family programming. <laughs> Just makes us all feel old, right, Chuck? Uh no comment. <laughs> all right, let's dive in. Analysts say the Social Security Trust Fund will be depleted by twenty thirty three. That's one year earlier than projections had shown before the COVID pandemic. So I don't know, Josh, maybe, whoever wants to answer this. Um, There has clearly been an impact on the solvency of the trust fund that is Social Security. So where do we go? Yeah, you know, I think, honestly, when we hear that, it's really great headline for the newspaper, right? (laughs) And then it's like cue dramatic music, dun, dun, dun. And then everybody wants to buy a newspaper and see what sort of happened because negative media obviously pushes viewership, readership, all of those things. So that's always going to be the focus. But I think what we need to really kind of put our focus on is that depletion, insolvency, it does not mean that the trust fund is bankrupt. So you look at sort of how Social Security is structured, right? They get payroll tax receipts. Those are coming in and those are paying out a certain amount of benefits. So right now it's right around 78% of those benefits could still be paid even if we wound that trust down to zero. So the trust is depleted. Almost 80% of those benefits could still be paid by tax receipts currently. The other thing is like unemployment, or excuse me, employment, earnings, interest rates, GDP, all of those took a major dip last year back in 2020. So we saw that decline in payroll tax receipts. So we have to remember that that drop-off wasn't as significant as what most people thought because we saw the economy rebound and we're starting to get back onto that. But what we also saw at the same time, this is a little bit more macabre, but a lot of people died, right? So we saw a higher mortality rate. So we saw a lot of people who were receiving Social Security benefits in a position where they're no longer receiving benefits. So that sort of took some of that pressure off of Social Security as well. Well, and a lot of people, we've really noticed a lot of people that have been coming into our office are saying, oh, well, you know, when I start taking Social Security, that's kind of icing on the cake. And 
Um, while I think that that's uh, a little excessive to go to that extreme of saying, oh, I don't think I'm going to get it because I, you know, we believe that the baby boomers are going to continue to receive social security. I think what's going to happen is there's going to be changes mm -hmm. to social security and maybe some benefit cuts. And, um, and I think that that's where, again, where we plan on making sure that you have uh, some guaranteed income even in addition to Social Security. You know, and baby boomers are the, the largest voting group. And, uh, you know, do you think that the politicians want to make those people, me, mad and uh, not vote for them? And what are, what's their whole, you know, that's their whole thing. Is yeah. getting the getting the vote. No, Re-election. Let, let me let me be selfish here though. I'm the I'm the I'm the generation on deck. I'm Gen X. Um I, it's in my it's in my uh, windshield right now that you know retirement's coming. Uh so I mean, there's there's a couple of populations here that are really thinking about it. Oh, I agree. And and you know they should be and you know we've talked about this for quite a few years and we really don't believe that they're just going to say okay, social security's gone. I don't think they can do that. Are there going to be changes? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we just don't know what, but we believe that there's going to be some changes in it. Yeah. Well, you're you're likely to see more structural changes too, right? Where you look at say folks born after 1950 where full retirement age sort of progressively got higher where you know it was originally 65, then 66, 66, two months, and so on, right? So I, I think all of those people who are within, say, this five to maybe even 10-year window aren't likely going to see significant changes. I mean, who knows with the way Congress is going. But I think what we're going to see is a, a progressively, you know, further dated full retirement age because that's also going to help keep that solvent, not to mention the fact that longevity is increasing too. So People are living longer, so they're going to look at that from a mortality aspect and say, hey, we got to push this back further because life expectancy. People are living longer. Yeah, so is there, let's talk about the immediate need for those on Social Security. Is there an outlook for changes next year in 2022? Yes, so this is actually, if there's ever a benefit of inflation, this is going to be one of them where we're likely to see a pretty significant cost of living adjustment for benefits. Um, depends on who you ask, and we won't know for another month or so, but it's somewhere in the neighborhood of 3 to 6%. So um, pretty significant in terms of just looking at historical averages being closer to, say, a little over 1.5 over the last 20 years. So Will our Medicare go up? In addition to our increase in cost of living. Adjustment. One of the negative issues of inflation is higher medical costs. So, yeah, you're actually very likely to see your Medicare Part B premiums going up. And, of course, we all know that most of us who receive Social Security, we're paying for those Part B premiums right off the top of our SS benefits. Right. So, so I don't know that it all sort of even itself out, I think you'll still see a little bit of a benefit, but you're also going to see that cost increase as well. So not quite as sweet as, you know, it might sound on the surface. All right. So how can you gain knowledge on subjects like this that are in your uh, windshield right now? Maybe you are retired or you're going to be retiring. Alicia, Chuck, Josh, Jeff, the entire Lehman Lewis team deals with retirement income planning every day of the week every week of the year. This is their job to get you into and through retirement successfully. Reach out to the Lehman Lewis team anytime at 970-446-1234. 
That's 970-446-1234. You can also find them on the web at laymanlewisresources.com. And there you'll find some great downloadable free PDFs from Alicia, Chuck, and Josh that can help you. There's a checklist challenge. Maybe you need to feel like you need to know more about Social Security or taxes or both. You can get them all at laymanlewisresources.com. All you have to do is input your name and your email address, and they'll be sent to you. This is the NOCO Retirement Report along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. And, uh, Alicia, delaying your Social Security is a common strategy, but you need to know what could potentially happen when you start taking your benefits. Um, Some call it the tax torpedo. So can you expound on this? Yeah. So really, I think, um, you know, a lot of people that come into our office, again, they they have maybe started Social Security or they have this age in mind that they're going to start taking it. And we always come back with, okay, why? And, uh, some, I would say 90% of the time people are just saying, I'm going to, you know, wait until I'm 70 just because I get more or, oh, I'm going to start it sooner because that's when I can. Right. And I think that it really comes back to the big picture plan. All right. So where, where's your other income coming from? Uh, what's your health like? Again, there's a lot of different things that we we really dig into when we're giving that um, recommendation of when people should start Social Security. And so when we talk about, you know, the tax torpedo, again, you know, like we always say, we're not CPAs, but my goodness, we have to know a lot about what's going on in your tax situation because that's how we're going to also advise you on where to take income from and how to take in income because we want to keep you in a beneficial tax situation. And so, you know, when we're looking at kind of the tax torpedo, we're talking about people who delay that social security until age 70 and then have to start taking that money from their retirement savings at age 72 for required minimum distributions. And so you combine that social security income with the distributions that you're taking off of your IRA for required minimum distributions And what happens is a lot of times it's pushing you into that higher tax bracket. So again, this is where we look at making sure that you have a plan, that you know when you're taking Social Security, when you're taking money off of your IRA, and and knowing the why with the what. And and really, again, less taxes being taken out means more money into your budget. And so I think it, it all comes back to the planning aspect. This isn't just about take your social security at this time because, oh, that's when I can, or, oh, that's when I get the most. Sometimes it actually means you get a little bit less because of the fact that you're putting yourself into the tax torpedo. And that tax strategy, Chuck, is something, I mean, you've planned for it for 45 (coughs) plus years. You better be tax efficient as you're planning retirement and your social security has to be a component in that. Exactly. And again, you know, just kind of uh, repeating what Alicia said, you have to have a plan and not, you know, it's not just, 
well, I'm going to take it at 62 because I'm afraid that Social Security is going to go belly up and I want to get as much out of it as possible. Or I'm going to wait till 70 because I get the most. You know, sometimes that may work out. But again, you've got to look at all the components of your retirement plan and make sure you're not shooting yourself in the foot by, you know, taking it at the wrong time. Because all it's going to do is just make you pay more taxes. And, you know, there's an old saying, I don't know, you know, who it, where it came from, but, you know, it's not about how much you make, it's how much you keep. And, uh, you know, I'm not opposed to paying taxes, but I don't want to pay a dime more than what it are due. And that's a problem. Too many people, you know, they have their head in the sand or they're just not really, they're not thinking about it because most advisors aren't advising them how to do some tax strategies. And it can literally save you tens of thousands of dollars, uh, you know, in a year. And so you've really got to make sure that you're you are tax efficient and being very being very intentional of where and how and when you take every bucket of your money that you have re- for retirement. Well, one thing I want to point out to our listeners today: the Social Security Administration does exist, but guess what? They cannot help you with planning your Social Security in retirement. What they can do is point you to SSA.gov tell you how to download your statement, get information. They cannot help you plan for your Social Security and retirement. That's what Alicia, Chuck, Josh, the entire Lehman Lewis team do every day. They help you plan with your Social Security for your retirement income. Reach out, 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234 on the web laymanlewisresources.com. We'll continue the NOCO Retirement Report right after this. You're listening to the NOCO Retirement Report with Alicia and Josh Lewis and Chuck Lehman. To attend an upcoming surviving retirement workshop presented by the Lehman Lewis Financial Group team, go to laymanlewis.com. That's laymanlewis.com. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. How much do you have saved for retirement? Now cut that number in half. That's the impact inflation could have on your retirement. Have you thought about how that will affect your retirement plans? If not, you should. Recently, we've seen inflation well over 5%. But even at the historical average of 3%, the value of your savings will be cut in half in 20 years. So what can you do? Start by getting a free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group. It will help you understand how inflation could impact you and show you simple ways to prepare for it. Get this booklet to discover five easy steps to help prevent inflation from impacting your retirement dream. To get your copy of this free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group, call 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. I am not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and am paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Hey, Northern Colorado. Do you have questions about your retirement plan? Call the family-owned and operated Lehman Lewis Financial Group today, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. This is the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. You can reach out to the Lehman Lewis Financial Team at 970-446-1234. 970-446-1234. And on the web, if you want to go to laymanlewisresources.com, we have some great downloadable free resources for you. They're complimentary of Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. All you have to do 
is uh, input your name and your email address. And whether you want information on what could rob your retirement uh, money, how long will it last? If you want a uh, checklist, checklist challenge, you can get all of those at laymanlewisresources.com. Now, as we drive through here, Chuck, uh, we've repeated the stats time and time again that thousands of baby boomers retire every day. And by 2030, and that's not all that far off, they'll all be 65 or older. And if baby boomers are up to bat for retirement, that means Gen X is on deck. <laughs> and that's uh, looking me looking myself right in the mirror. So we'll talk about Gen X here in a minute, but tens of thousands turn 65 every day and the number of boomers retiring picked up uh, the pace in 2020 thanks to the pandemic. So when you have that many people leaving the workforce, what could be the potential impact on our economy? Well, there's quite a few different impacts that it's going to have on the uh, economy. But, you know, the one that I'm looking at currently is the fact that all of these baby boomers are trying to figure out what do I do with my 401k and my IRAs? And, you know, like we've been saying, the majority of them don't have a plan. And a lot of them don't have a plan because of what you just said is that they were forced to retire. Um, you know, we've had a lot of people that they weren't planning on retiring, but they kind of got shoved out. Or, you know, it's just like, I, I don't want to work from home. I can't, you know, all the different reasons. But we're having so many people that are retiring earlier than what they had planned on. Now, what's that? What is that going to do to the the economy? Well, it can be a good thing. It can be a bad thing. Um, you know, the the good thing is they're spending money. If they have a plan, if they have you know uh, a lot of income that they want to travel, and now they're starting to travel, they're spending money on their homes and they're doing things that they haven't done in years. And uh, the you know the problem of it is is that we're finding out a lot of these people are saying. Yeah, I wanted to remodel my kitchen, but I can't get anybody to do it because they're booked up for the next nine months. Or they can't get, you know, I talked to somebody the other day, and so we're trying to buy a dining room table, and it's been on back order for six months because you know, they're not making furniture. They can't they can't keep up with it. So there's a lot of things that um, I think is going to affect the economy because they have money to spend, but it seems like what they want to buy, they can't because manufacturing has been down. This is the NOCO Retirement Report. And Josh, uh, I, I am speaking to myself somewhat with this, but it, part of Generation X, and that is me, um, it's tempting for Gen Xers to just tune out and say, you know, retirement talk, that's that's more for my parents. Well, my dad has passed. My mom is in her 80s. So she's squarely, you know, deep into retirement. And that means I need to really be thinking about it. Um, you know, you, you still think that you can earn a living and, you know, everything's just hunky-dory and, and you're just going to work as long as you want to. Uh, and that may not be the case. Um, you know, and with baby boomers leaving the workforce, it means there's less revenue coming into the economy, all these cyclical things. So what should Gen Xers be thinking of right now? Making the most of your time right now. So, you know, all those people who are thinking, oh, I don't, I can sort of tune out for this section. <laughs> don't, because 
You know, I, I say this time and time again, where people love to talk about timing the market and it's really great and it's sexy and it's fun, but I think there is no replacement for time in the market. When you think about a lot of people in Gen X sort of demographic, right? 45, 50 years old, most of those folks are in their peak earning years right now. So they're seeing probably their highest wages that they're going to see over the course of their lifetime. They're going to be gainfully employed, you know, for the next 10 to 15 years you probably whittled down some debt if you've been smart about it. So this is really your best opportunity to maximize saving for your retirement and to maximize investing for your retirement. So don't look at this as, you know, something you can put off for the next 10 or 15 years because you're going to get to a point and you're going to really be upset if you didn't really take advantage of that because you can't, you know, jump in the DeLorean and go back in time and do it all over again. So it's important that you're really taking advantage of this period of time to maximize all of that savings. And a lot of you might be thinking, you know, I don't want to wait until I'm 65 years old to retire. And in order to do that, you need to start thinking about not putting everything into your 401k and IRA, primarily your 401k. A lot of times we talk to people that are in the Gen X age of saying, hey, uh, how much are, is your company matching? And we recommend that they don't do any more than what the match is and then take the excess money if they are uh, disciplined enough to do this and put it into something that is uh, that they can get to before age 59 and a half so that they can retire early and not have to wait. Mm. So if you're a Gen Xer and you're tooling down the road, you know, bopping to the tunes, maybe you've got some 80s rock band going on, and but all of a sudden this retirement starts uh, creeping up on you, and maybe you're somebody that does want to retire early. Maybe you're, you know, almost, uh, you know, getting close to 60. Maybe at 62 you want to retire or 65. Well, if you're 55, that's that's a decade away. And so often we talk about having a plan. The plan is a key to getting retirement income. Alicia, Chuck, Josh, Jeff, our entire Lehman Lewis financial family would love to sit down and explore that plan with you. The way to reach our team is 970-446-1234. The number again, 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewis.com. Now, Alicia... As you know, Gen X, they're, they have probably wondered for a while now, can they count on Social Security? Well, I would still think in the next you know, 10 years as they're transitioning in, even though things get you know, rocky uh, with uh, elections and things, that um, the conversation is still there about the healthiness of Social Security. So what about Social Security and Gen Xers and where they're headed with their retirement income plan? Well, I, I personally think that people are still going to get their social security. I think, um, you know, the Gen Xers will still get that. I think the next, uh, what's after Gen X, the Gen Y, I think Gen Y <laughs> is probably on the, the, the line. They're probably going to be saying, well, why, why don't I get it? Um, but I, I personally think that Gen Xers will receive social security. Um, but I, I still think it's really important that if you're on that line where you're saying, I, you know, I just don't know, I don't think I'm going to get it. Maybe start planning your retirement, looking at your retirement 
and um, without it and and say, okay, well, what would that income gap be and how can I close that gap with putting more money away? Because I think a lot of times people get really comfortable in their high earning years and they kind of get that lifestyle creep and they don't budget as well. They They make more than what they spend and so they're not quite as intentional as what they once were. Um, and I, I think it's uh, a habit that just naturally kind of occurs. And so when you take control of that habit and say, you know what, I am going to be intentional and I am going to be purposeful for, for how I'm saving. And I want, um, of course, to always hope for the best, but plan for the worst. And what does that look like? If the worst is I don't get social security, what does that income gap look like? So, you know, there's, there's a lot of, again, just, being intentional and um, I guess just not not letting things pass by, uh, you know, and just letting life just keep going. Uh, save your money and uh, get a plan together ultimately. And yeah. I think really just to chime in on that, you know, honestly, where a lot of people talk about Social Security going away, I don't think for Gen X it's going to go away. But I don't think Gen X folks should really plan on receiving like mom and dad's you know, social security structure. I think we're going to see a lot of different changes to the overall structure of how that's paid out, changes in full retirement age benefits, um, possibly even a means testing sort of metric. So I think there's going to be a lot of differences of what it looks like today versus what it's going to look like in 20 years. So I really do subscribe to that fact that you need to really plan ahead and do that for yourself and not rely on it the way your mom and dad are going to receive it. So, Chuck, I, we have about two minutes left in this segment. Can, is, is there ever a time to say, you know, I'm too young to start planning for retirement? No, definitely not. You know, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, I should start talking to my grandboys are eight and ten about retirement. Well, well I remember yeah, mom when and you, dad already you have, tell, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you would tell me when I was a kid, Alicia, I know you're, you're just a kid, but you need to start saving for retirement. You need to, he'd always make me put away um, 10% to tithe and 10% to savings. Always, whether I wanted to or not, um, that, that's hard. that was that. That is hard at a young age. That yeah. was instilled in me. I, I found, uh, I was going through stuff here a year or so ago and found an old uh, savings account, uh, passbook savings account, if you remember those. Oh, yeah. Some of you do. <laughs> And, uh, and it was, you know, every week I was putting money into my savings account and it was 10% of whatever I was making from mowing lawns, uh, you know, cleaning a, a neighborhood restaurant, oh things like was that. Was that something in grandma's box? Like, a, yes, like, it was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. Anyway, you should save but that it's, ever. it's never too early to save, you know, for retirement. The, the more you save in the beginning, the more you're going to have. Uh, it doesn't take a lot to, uh, I mean, if you take a calculator and just say, okay, if I save X of, you know, 10% of what I'm making and, and I only make three, 4%, and you put that out over a period of, you know, 20 years, my gosh, the, it's just unbelievable. But the, the point of it is, is doing something. You've got to start saving, and the earlier the better. Uh, that way you don't have to save so much at the end. Yeah, I don't pound interest, folks. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no kidding. I don't know that I've ever heard anybody that got to retirement and said, wow, I saved too much. What a, what a dumb idea. I just, I, I don't know anybody that would say that. You, oh, I mean, man. again, because then it, if you get to retirement and you have more than you anticipated, guess what? 
You get to help your grandkids. You get to help philanthropic organizations. You get to help yourself do things that you never imagined you could do. But the only way you can do it is if you start and get a plan. So sit down with our Lehman Lewis Financial family. Reach out today at 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. You can find us on the web at laymanlewis.com. We'll continue the NOCO Retirement Report after this. It might ramp up or it could slow down, but inflation never goes away. Do you know how it could impact your retirement savings? Find out by calling the Lehman Lewis Financial Group today. 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. How much do you have saved for retirement? Now cut that number in half. That's the impact inflation could have on your retirement. Have you thought about how that will affect your retirement plans? If not, you should. Recently, we've seen inflation well over 5%. But even at the historical average of 3%, the value of your savings will be cut in half in 20 years. So what can you do? Start by getting a free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group. It will help you understand how inflation could impact you and show you simple ways to prepare for it. Get this booklet to discover five easy steps to help prevent inflation from impacting your retirement dreams. To get your copy of this free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group, call 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. I am not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and am paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Do you take care of your parents or adult children and are unable to put as much into savings as you'd like? The Lehman Lewis team can help you maximize your retirement savings. Give them a call now, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. This is the NOCO Retirement Report. Along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Now, Gen Xers are topic today. Gen Xers, they aren't retiring in droves just yet, but they're awfully worried about how ready they are for retirement. Um, so, Alicia, let's throw this to you. You know, Gen Xers in their mid-50s, it's a group that, uh, again, I think they're thinking they're still young, but, you know, uh, retirement's not all that far off. And so, you know, there are things that uh, Gen Xers should be thinking about because, you know, the one thing is it, it is never you're never too young to start thinking about it. And uh, so what about, you know, let's say they're uh, so I'm 54. Let's say in 12 years, I figure at 66, I'm I'm good enough to retire. What kind of things should I be accomplishing in the next decade to 12 years? Well, I think ultimately, um getting control of uh, what your lifestyle is and how you're spending your money. And I'm not saying, you know, there's one extreme to another, you know, there's like the, the saying um, live like no one else so that you can live like no one else. Mm -hmm. Dave Ramsey says that all the time. He does. And, and while I appreciate that quote a lot, I also am like, but still live, right? You still want to live, but just be intentional. And so over the next next decade, you, I, and I think we all can agree on this, a decade goes a lot faster than what it used to when Ooh. we were kids. 
right? I am just blown away how every year just goes faster than the last. And so for the next 10, 12 years, I think it really boils down to how are you, how are you spending your money? How are you positioning your investments in a way of, you know, you, you have a little bit of time on your side, but at the same time, you don't want to, you don't want to put all the chips on the table and, and be too aggressive. And then really, again, saving, 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 look at how you're spending your money. Any, you know, I, I can't tell you how many times people come into our office and 95% of them never have a budget and that's okay. But when we sit down and say, okay, let's put a budget together. We want you to go home, do your homework, put, put this budget together. They come back and they're like, we had no idea where all of our money was going and oh my gosh. And so just getting a handle on that, I think is really, really key to uh, becoming more intentional and becoming a better saver. Yeah. All right. And just to Go to kind of discuss that too. I think a lot of times what we focus in on is the the assets, the investments, the retirement savings, all of that. But I think another thing you should do as you're getting closer and closer to retirement is sort of identify what you want to do and what you want uh, that yes. to look like. Because <laughs> ultimately, a lot of that's going to sh- sort of shape that future budget and look at, you know, what are you putting your money into and what are you going to value when you hit that retirement date? Because a lot of times right now, this is where you're setting up sort of those lifestyle goals and all those longer term objectives of what you want to do. So if you're not identifying it now, I think you're going to get a little behind the curve of what you know you actually want your retirement to look like. And then that sort of muddies the waters a little bit of what that's going to cost and what you sort of need to plan for in that regard. All right. So there are Gen Xers and then, of course, the baby boomers and both a part of the sandwich generation. Not only was it a meal of choice in the in part of those folks lives, uh, but it's also the sandwich between the generations of maybe you're caring for children while you're also caring for your your parents or, or an elder adult, maybe an aunt or an uncle that uh, was having some troubles. And so you're you're caught in the middle. You're sandwiched in the middle, if you will. So, Chuck, if you have financial responsibilities or caregiving duties to multiple family members, how can this potentially impact your own well-being in the future? Well, you know, that's a very interesting question because we have seen uh, quite a few people that have been caregivers for their parents. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I'll tell you a story of a, a dear friend, client of ours. She took care of her parents, her, her mom and her dad. Her dad then passed away. Then he t- she took care of her mom. All this went on for like 12 years. And when they both passed away, she was, I think, 69 years old. She looked like she was 80. She acted like she was 80. She had to have somebody come in and... and uh, uh, house sit or, you know, be with her parents when she went out and went grocery shopping. And it aged her like you can't believe. Well, when her mom finally passed away, and they both were in her 90s when they passed away, within a year, I mean, her whole demeanor had changed. Her whole countenance had changed. She was like a young person again, younger, you know, than what she was. She was able to go to Bible study. She was able to go out to lunch. This is something that a lot of people in, uh, you know, the warm fuzzy is, well, I'm going to take care of my parents. And, you know, that's, that's good, you know, well and good that you have a heart for that. But you can't a lot of times. You can't physically, you can't emotionally, and you can't uh, mentally just do this. So you've got to really look at it and say, can I do this? 
Uh, I would love to, but you, you have to have these hard discussions with your parents if those are the ones that you're always saying that I'm going to take care of. Uh, because it and, and, you know, most of the time, they don't want you to go through that. Yeah, they would like a, a family member to take care of them. But when push comes to shove, they realize that it's almost impossible. Uh, so the, you really have to take a hard look at that and have those hard discussions with your with your parents. But I mean, I, I know even people now that are taking care of their kids and taking care of their parents, and there really is just no other option. And, and speaking to that, I think it's important to really make sure that you are getting a break, make sure that you are maybe in a support group or you have some time that you can step away and, and have somebody, you know, cover a shift or, or however you want to say that. Um, because it's important to make sure that, that you're well so that you Get can some you time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. So also to that point, I think too, for a lot of folks, you know, they want to help their kids and it comes back to that warm and fuzzy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, selfishly, you have to look at how is that, is that being a detriment to your retirement plan? And I think for some clients, you know, we've asked them just that hard question of, are you actually helping your kids or are you enabling and, them yeah. right now? Yeah. Because you're putting your retirement at risk. You're putting your assets out there for your kids. And at what point do you finally say, stop, this has got to be about me to a certain extent because I can't help everyone all the time. Yeah, so. it's such a, you know, I mean, we all want to take things on and believe we can do it. And all of a sudden you get in the middle of it and it's like uh, the stream that all of a sudden becomes a torrent and you don't want to get sucked under, folks. It, it, it really is. Have the conversation now while everybody can weigh in and you can make prudent decisions that are made in te- you know, Alyssa, Alicia talks so much about intentionality. Be intentional about your decisions with your loved ones and with yourself prior to getting into the situation. It's the best time to plan when there's not pressure on your shoulders. Reach out at 970-446-1234. And that's the number for our Lehman Lewis Financial Group family. 970-446-1234. On the web, you can find us at laymanlewis.com. This is the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Now, Josh, for those who are getting closer to the doorstep of retirement, what should they be thinking about as they want to try and make a smooth transition into this retirement plan? You know, I think it comes back to looking at kind of a lot of different analysis. You know, I always like to say the numbers don't lie, and we like to take, you know, kind of those different numerical metrics and sort of race them against one another. You know, looking at your budget, looking at your lifestyle, looking at your goals and objectives, and sort of putting that together with all of your assets, and then looking at, you know, kind of back to that income conversation of, How do we generate this income and what does that look like when we sort of race it against all of sort of your hopes and dreams and objectives so that then we can build out that plan? So it's not this guesswork, you know, of saying, well, gosh, when I do retire, what am I going to do? And I think a lot of times people don't kind of put in that forethought to really, you know, put themselves in a position to sort of hit the ground running and and have this income plan ready to roll. They're going to, you know, it's an easy thing to procrastinate, I suppose. And so a lot of times people aren't putting in the work to sort of identify the outgoing expenses versus the incoming income to really look at how do those things line up and how does that really, you know, quantify to what I want to do with my life in retirement. So when we hit retirement, 
we're responsible for paying ourselves. We are generating the income off of our life's work. And Alicia, how do we know when we've earned enough, saved enough, compiled enough to cover the anticipated expenses in retirement? Well, and I, again, that's the, it comes back to what Josh just said. Numbers don't lie. And so making sure that you have a plan and again, a, not only a plan for what, what is happening with your portfolio and your investments and, and your retirement planning, you know, we, we look at those five key areas, making sure that you have an investment plan, an income plan, a tax plan, a healthcare plan, and a legacy plan, but then also really digging into great We've got all that put together. What do you want to do in retirement? Because it, without having that discussion, there, what are you planning for, right? <laughs> so you're planning to spend this money, but really, what do you want to spend your money on? So again, it really comes back to um, how have you saved? What kind of income do you need uh, to support the kind of lifestyle that you want in retirement? And and it all comes back to that that planning and being intentional. I, I just, uh, Alicia, you said that, and we've got two minutes left in this segment, and and I want you all to sound off in this because I I I truly believe you've sat down with people and said, you know, what is it you want to do? And there's silence, there's blank stares, they start fidgeting in their chair because they, they've never, obviously they've never retired before, or hopefully they haven't, uh, but also they've <laughs> never sat down and thought about it. So uh, tell me about that when you sit across the, the table from folks and we're around that kitchen table and you say, hey, you know, what do you want to do with your retirement? And, and there's dead silence. It yeah. Go you ahead. know, I was going to say so many people w will look at us like deer in the headlights and say, <laughs> no one's ever asked me that before. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's an important question, because what are you going to do in retirement? Uh, are you just going to sit there and watch, you know, uh, reruns of uh, Home Alone or what? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it, it's going to, you know, what are you going to do in retirement? And we find so many people that, that they say, well, you know, I'm, I've got a lot of fixing up to do at the house. I said, well, that's great, uh, you know, for six months. Then what are you going to do? Yeah, I mean, I've even heard people say, oh, I'm retiring because, you know, I've, I always thought when I worked for 45 years, I'd be done. Or, or, oh, once I saved X amount of money, I, I was going to retire. It's a spot you know? on the road, yeah. Yeah, and it comes back like what Chuck said, you know, what are you retiring to? But also that question of do you love what you do right now? You know, because sometimes retirement might not be the best thing. If you just love what you do, you love your job, you love, you know, just everything about it, why would you retire? Mm. Because, again, I, I think it's important to remember lifestyle is everything. That is the whole purpose of retirement. So it's not it, it's not just about money or, you know, fixing up your house. It's it's all about like the, the second season of your life of, you know, what what is your purpose in retirement? So I like the story yeah. that uh, Alicia told uh, probably a, uh, last week or a couple of weeks ago about a, a client that. They, well, what are you going to do in retirement? Well, we have this property up in, in Montana. We're going to build a cabin. We're going to move up there. And his wife looked at him like, what? <laughs> we're, no, uh, we are? No, no we're, we're not. not. I never had that discussion. <laughs> well, they did, but it had been like 30 years ago. And she's yeah. like, all of our grandkids are here. I don't want to move. <laughs> oh, so, man. so have you had those most important discussions about that second chapter of your life? If this sounds like something that... A, you haven't done, and B, you want to do, 
then you need to pick up the phone and call our Lehman Lewis Financial Group family, 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewis.com. We'll continue the NOCO Retirement Report after this. Hearing them on the radio is great, but seeing them on TV might even be better. Join Alicia and Josh for Retire Colorado Sunday mornings at 5.30 on 9 News. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. How much do you have saved for retirement? Now cut that number in half. That's the impact inflation could have on your retirement. Have you thought about how that will affect your retirement plans? If not, you should. Recently, we've seen inflation well over 5%. But even at the historical average of 3%, the value of your savings will be cut in half in 20 years. So what can you do? Start by getting a free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group. It will help you understand how inflation could impact you and show you simple ways to prepare for it. Get this booklet to discover five easy steps to help prevent inflation from impacting your retirement dream. To get your copy of this free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group, call 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. I am not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and am paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. It might ramp up or it could slow down, but inflation never goes away. Do you know how it could impact your retirement savings? Find out by calling the Lehman Lewis Financial Group today, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. This is the NOCO Retirement Report along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. And all right, guys, we're going to play a little Would You Rather here in this uh, final segment of the show today. So, uh, Alicia, retirees face a lot of choices when they get to retirement. And it can feel like quite a dilemma, if you will, trying to make final decisions with what you'll do and where you want to go and all of those things. And then there are the tough financial questions as well. It's kind of, again, like the longest game of would you rather that you might ever play. So here's the first question in our version of the game, would you rather, would you rather never be stuck in traffic again or would you rather never get another cold? Oh, man. I would say um, never get another cold. Okay. And especially yeah. if, <laughs> if it has, you know. Especially now. I feel it. like you can't even get a cold now without people being like giving you the eye. Like mm -hmm. you got the Rona. You got the Rona. <laughs> <laughs> It is, uh, it is tough, uh, but you think obviously stuck in traffic. Now, those who live in smaller towns may, you know, the relative term is um, maybe stuck in traffic. It takes them 10 minutes to get home rather than five. But when you're in a bigger city, uh, being stuck in traffic is something that's, that's awful tough. All right, uh, Chuck, I'll throw this one to you. When you think about your own retirement, would you rather have your coffee in the peace and quiet of your patio every morning or would you rather have it with your closest friends at the coffee shop? Well, I'd probably say with my closest friend, my wife at home, 
Very on the patio. Oh. On the patio. Very nice. No, no, no. I, you know what? I'm going to pull what my kids always say. You can't combine them. You have to choose one or the other. <laughs> and it's highly unlikely that she's going to even listen to the well, show. Then, all right. So, so let's get honest yeah. here yeah. then. Brown, <laughs> brownie points don't mean anything Yeah, yeah, here. yeah. I really like my quiet time in the mornings with just by myself, mm-hmm. to be real honest with you. And that's yeah. all right. I mean, some of us and do. Besides, who can go to a coffee shop? You know, you got to have your <laughs> muzzle real, on. Yeah, and... Stop. In the real world. Oh, in, in the... I don't know what the real world is anymore. Well, didn't MTV have the real world? Oh, my right. gosh. <laughs> not even <laughs> All right. Well, right, which doesn't seem outlandish by today's standards. Not, not so. at all. Not at all. This is the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrocker. All right, Josh, your turn. Um, the question's pretty much why we talk about preparing for retirement every week right now. Um, so we can have lots of days in retirement where our biggest dilemma in the morning is just where we have our first cup of coffee. Uh, and so I guess, would you rather have that peace and quiet uh, on the patio every morning with your coffee or at the coffee shop with your closest friends? Oh, patio for sure. You know, all my closest friends, I'm not sure both of them could make it. So, (laughs) um, yeah, I definitely like those quiet mornings. Your wife's right there. You could have scored brownie points and you didn't. Way to go. Yeah. Yeah, You missed it. Unbelievable. She knows I like to have my coffee in peace. peace? Yeah, he, w- he wouldn't even pick me with having coffee with. Just like, leave me alone let me wake up. <laughs> He's not the morning person like I am. And, there you, and so, you know, and, and that is. So, but, Alicia, would you would you have it with friends, or, or do you kind of like some quiet time in the morning when you start? Um, I, I actually, first thing in the morning, I do like to have the quiet time. I really do. I, I enjoy that, and... And outside on the patio, there's nothing better than that in the morning. Hmm. Yeah, it, it is. I, I think we all have that need for solace when we begin our day, whether it's just to collect our thoughts, uh, to have that nice warm cup of coffee, and uh, just mentally prepare for what we know we need to get done. And if you need a checklist, you know, you know a lot of people create checklists in their mind during uh, the morning hours to know what they need to do. Uh, but you want a checklist when it comes to retirement, hmm, guess what? The Lehman Lewis team has just the right thing for you. In fact, I've downloaded my own. All you have to do is input your uh, email address at laymanlewisresources.com. That's laymanlewisresources.com. And uh, just forward slash the word list or look when you go to laymanlewisresources.com, look for the checklist challenge. And it's just a, a quick three-page reference for you to know, are you really prepared when, you, when you're thinking about your retirement? Maybe you are that somebody that is a do-it-yourselfer. Are you really prepared? And then when you're done filling that out, reach out to our Lehman Lewis team, and, and we would love to sit down and, and go over it with you to make sure that you're on track. 970-446-1234. 970-446-1234. Now, Josh, um, also thinking about our retirement, would you rather – do all of the fun stuff at the beginning of your retirement or plan to do just one or two small trips early on, but then wait and see if you can still afford the travel later in your retirement? That's a, that's kind of a funny question. I think, you know, I would, I would lean towards maybe doing the fun stuff on the front end, right? Cause you want to think about sort of age and ability. And I think 
a lot of people have these ideas of, I want to do these certain things. You know, if you have a bucket list goal of climbing Kilimanjaro, don't wait till you're 75, yeah, right? Probably, you want to do that. a good thing. You know, so I think fun is also sort of this wide ranging, ambiguous sort of definition of when you're younger and more capable, there's a lot of things you want to do that you consider fun. And as you progress in age, maybe just having the grandkids over and, you know, doing something outside with them is also going to be considered a fun thing. So definitely kind of look at what you want to do and how your income plan is going to support that. Because for so many people, we talk about having more income on the front end because they're more active, they're more able, and they want to do a lot of stuff with the expectation that, hey, when we get older, we're going to slow down a little bit and we're going to do less selective traveling and things like that. So so what do you want? What, what do you recommend I do, Josh? Oh, that's a tough one. I'd say, uh, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) maybe three times a week. I saw a therapist and he increased my, uh, my rate because he said now he has to go get therapy. (laughs) I don't doubt that. Oh my gosh. But see, that's the fun you can have right here at our kitchen table at Lehman Lewis folks is just to sit down and, and we like, we like to give each other a hard time, but uh, you know, at the end of the day, you're joining the family. And we would love to have you be a part of the Lehman Lewis family, 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234. In fact, Alicia, Josh brings up a really good point. Um, as you're building a budget in retirement that's designed to allow you to do things you know, during your early years of retirement and then as you get into the different stages, but you also have to prepare for health care costs down the road, long-term care potentially. There are a lot of things to think about when you're preparing for those retirement years. Absolutely. I think, again, this comes back to so many people forget that uh, there's a lot more to planning for retirement than just your investments. You know, when we, I, I feel like I'm just repeating myself. So if I am, forgive me, but I feel like people just don't realize how much goes into the planning process and how we are looking at making sure that you have that healthcare plan, that investment plan, the tax plan, the legacy plan, and um, the income plan, because all of those work so closely together. You you look at even just you know long term care, or I'm sorry, like healthcare expenses in retirement. Um, and we talked about this, I think, uh, last week, where it really. I guess statistically right now they're saying it costs about $250,000 in retirement for healthcare. And so really we've got a plan for all of that. And so if you don't have a plan, don't wait. Don't wait until it's too late or until you're saying, dang it, I should have called them six months ago. Don't put on your seatbelt when you see a tree coming. (laughs) Well, but, and you talked about that two hundred fifty, three hundred thousand dollars that Fidelity is rating that you need to spend in retirement. That doesn't inter- include long term care. That's right. just your health care expenses. So, yes, I mean you're talking big figures when it comes to health care and long term care. And it's not something that you have to say, "Oh my gosh, I have to save two hundred fifty thousand dollars for health care." And in addition, you know, probably another $250,000 for long-term care. That's where we make sure that it's covered within the plan that we build for you so that you're not in trouble when or if that does end up happening, that you end up in, you know, a, a case where you need the care. 
So we have about uh, three and a half minutes left in the, the show today. Chuck, let's talk about building that plan. What are some of the options for someone who wants to help make sure that their income will last throughout their retirement and building that retirement income plan, that paycheck that they're going to get in retirement? Well, you know, it's it's goes back to the diversification and making sure that you're you don't have all your eggs in one basket. And uh you know, we have a bucket system here that we use and we've used it I've used it my entire career where you'll have, you know, x amount of money in the first bucket and you're going to be using that and then the next bucket is after the first bucket's gone. And then the third bucket, when you get to that, and usually it's five-year increments. We do this uh, for a purpose uh, primarily is we know that things are going to change. And it's usually going to change within a five-year period. So we have it to where you're ready for change if something happens. But getting back to it, first, first bucket you're drawing income off of that for five years. Then at the end of the five years, you start on bucket number two. And at the end of the, you know, the next five years, which now 10 years gone by, now the money that sat there in bucket number three has now gone back to where you started from in the beginning. And you start the whole process over again. And this is where people get that freedom of knowing that they're not going to outlive their income, which is one of the biggest concerns that retirees have right now is, gosh, should I go on a vacation? Should I take the kids to Disney World, whatever? Because I'm afraid I'm going to outlive my income. You don't need to live in that kind of stress and that kind of uh, what it's not financial freedom. And that's what we want to give you here at Lehman Lewis Financial Group is a plan that you can see what's going to happen 5, 10. That's why we always say 5, 10, 15 years down the road, you know what's going to happen. And wouldn't that be a a better situation to go into retirement knowing rather than hoping? Because, you know, if you're just dependent on the market to uh, cooperate, how's that making you feel right now? How many of you out there feel like the market is going to cooperate with you over the next year, let alone the next 10 years? We don't know. I mean, it could, it could not. But why take that at risk? All right. So the final would you rather of the show. Would you rather create a legacy and a state plan or would you have rather have your family sort everything out after you've uh, passed away? Uh, uh, no comment. That is a <laughs> no-brainer. So would create you rather would you rather do it yourself or would you rather work with Alicia, Chuck, Josh, Jeff and our Layman Lewis team? That's an easy one too. I'd rather work with the Layman Lewis team. Yeah. Cuz I do. <laughs> well, that's a good thing, Chuck. Because you, you you know you help bring uh, levity to the to the office and knowledge uh, to our retirees. So high no five. Comment. No comment over here from the peanut <laughs> yeah, gallery. Sometimes those two things are disproportionate. But uh, I understand. <laughs> we take what we can get. Um, well, guys, thanks for playing along. Um, always good to be with you. Uh, have a, a great week, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Thanks, Bruce. Thanks. Thanks. Have a good week yourself. We will see you next week right here on the NOCO Retirement Report. Hey, this is Alicia Lewis. Thanks so much for joining us on the show today. Hopefully you heard something that is going to help you plan for your retirement. As always, if you have any specific questions, please feel free to give me a call at 855 955 3686. That's 855-955-3686. So we offered a couple of the free retirement guides. 
These guides are gonna be really helpful information to prepare for retirement. So if you wanna get any of these guides that we talked about today, go to laymanlewisresources.com. That's laymanlewisresources.com. Have a great weekend and we'll talk to you next week. Firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AEWM and Lehman Lewis Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal, any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income, generally referred to fixed insurance products. Never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the in- issuing carrier. The radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Lehman Lewis Financial Group is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Lehman Lewis Financial Group. The radio show is a paid placement.